Hey, everybody. Welcome to another first run of Bald Movie. Tonight, Jim and I saw the new horror film Pet Cemetery, based on a 1980s Stephen King horror novel of the same name. Um, I've, I, I was not super familiar with uh, the whole legend of uh, Pet Cemetery. I haven't read the novel. I didn't see the original uh, movie. I, I don't recall. Um, but I was kind of vaguely aware of the plot points. Mm-hmm. and kind of knew what I was getting into. Um, but I know you were a much bigger fan of the original source material, so I'm going to let you give your opinion first, Jim. Uh, source material might be a little much. I've, I've definitely seen the original. I was very impressed by the, the movie. Uh, I don't think I've ever read the book, um, but the, the original movie is kind of where I take all of my <laughs> Pet Cemetery knowledge. Okay. So coming at this from the perspective of someone who's seen that movie... Uh, I thought this was okay. I think it hits some of the same uh, horror beats that the original does, although maybe not quite as as hard or as clearly as I would like them to. Um, and also, it adds a little bit that I think I understand why they tried to add it, but I think it mostly fails in the stuff that it tries hmm. to add. Uh, but overall, I thought it was a fairly... I thought it was a passable horror movie. Yeah, I think it was pretty messy in, in 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 a lot of what it was trying to do, but the core, like I guess horror material, I thought delivered the goods. You know, yeah. there's some classic archetypal um, you know, and and as Stephen King kind of strong point uh, or a hallmark is um blending kind of like the mundane uh of horror and loss and grief and in, in like a family context and like change and not feeling like you have a place in the world uh and it does a lot of that more than it does just kind of like just straight up oh my god this is so horrific and creepy yeah like, it, and that's it, the it, thing it, i love it, about the original is is how it yeah. gets sort of to the heart of the uh the choice that the main character has to make and how difficult and how fucked up of a choice that is and mm. and how wrong everything about it feels and yet the necessity of it and i think they come real close to hitting that same beat in this movie and it just doesn't quite get there maybe because of some of the messy stuff you're talking about yeah i think the uh, there's a lot of just flailing around in the first act where it's like i felt mm. like they're trying to do justice to every a presumable plot point in the book um, there's a whole storyline about a young, a young, I'll try to be spoiler free, a, <laughs> a, a young, a young man that meets an unfortunate end uh-huh. that was kind of a big question mark, what the fuck, um, but took up a, an inordinate amount of screen time and they tried to pay it off a couple times, the second act and by the third act, it's like, who, 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 you know, new, new, new movie, who this, um, so, yeah, there's yeah, also I, a plot point about a young woman who meets an untimely demise, and I, <laughs> I think that kind of got fucked up in the process. Uh, there's a there's a cat that uh, there's a, there's a <laughs> cat that meets an untimely demise. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that's one of the other things. Like, I feel like the biggest part of the horror is that you're supposed to be afraid of this uh, this cat that's come back to life and it's different. But like in my experience, that's just how my cat behaves. <laughs> like okay. I, I didn't, I didn't read it. As, I was like, what's wrong with the cat? It's, it's curling up in their laps and being cute and wanting to be pet. Like uh, I was, I felt like it was a much more return to form when, when it came back, quote unquote, from the sour ground. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's my personal experience with the species. Um, I, 
Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I'm kind of I, I've never seen any of these actors in anything else that I can think of, except for of course John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah, uh, who is who just is... awesome. I mean, John Lithgow. Yeah. They he does so much heavy lifting in this movie just with a couple of small scenes where he is just he's just imbibing those scenes with whatever John Lithgowiness he has, uh, mm. and there's some magic fairy dust that he sprinkles on those scenes that the scene doesn't deserve but that he no. is able to carry with just who he is and in fact there's a couple things where it's like i you know if john lithgow's unable to turn the corner there's a couple scenes early on where he's supposed to be grandfatherly in santa claus that could have easily turned yes. like creepy yeah um but i think the movie did a pretty good job of um uh, of kind of navigating that. And again, John Lithgow is just, just really good. I, I thought another thing, another hallmark of the film is the child actors were quite good. And anytime you've got a family situation, like it's, it's really crucial that those kids sell the kind of like the horror and the innocence and how those kind of things, you know, that's the worst part in horror movies to me is like uh, seeing the kids reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's one thing as an adult to see some freaky deaky shit you've got a little vestige of your maturity and like what's what, what can and can't happen in a world. But when it's a, when it's a little child, you know, that's like why the shining is so effective. For example, at the core, it's a, a little boy that's scared his dad. He's going to hurt him and mm-hmm. his mom. Um, and, 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 you know, here it's, uh, you know, what happens uh, when things die and those are scary, the children and, yeah. you know, your parents give you very, various comforting answers. Um, but what happens when that impulse like starts biting you in the butt? Um, but yeah, some of it worked, some of it didn't. Um, I don't have a lot of non-spoilery things to say. I don't know if you want to move on or do you have a couple things you want to say? No, I think, I think what I appreciate about this movie as compared to some recent horror movies that I've seen is it doesn't lend, it doesn't lead, uh, sort of lean too heavily on jump scares. It's, it's trying to create a feeling of dread and this more psychological type horror, which I thoroughly appreciate in my horror movies as opposed to you know the stuff like the nun where it's just sort of like every 30 seconds you're getting a jump scare and you're not ever actually building the tension you're just sort of always releasing it um i well so i i want to give a partial credit for this because i think they used a lot of forced perspective and framing to have you looking for the jump scare it's just they're very rarely put paid off so it's like I mean, okay. Um, it's an interesting way to continue to build tension, build tension, but it also became pretty ineffective. Like by the third act, I was completely um, desensitized to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess, you know, that's where they can start bringing out the, uh, you know, more, more, um, less uh, supernatural, creepy dread and more just, oh God, what would it feel like to have a kitchen knife stick you in the guts? You know, <laughs> there's there's always that just horror yeah. of uh, being butchered alive. I, um, I always find the end of horror movies the least satisfying part of them because, you know, okay, we've, we've seen all the creepy stuff. We've gotten all the atmosphere yeah. out of the way and now it's going to be resolved by either the person defeating the evil or the evil defeating the person and yeah th- there's really not much more you can do with a film a horror film at that point yeah but i mean uh, at the end of the day that i felt this movie affected me like i kind of went in this yeah. movie uh feeling kind of bright and sunshiny and cheery and i left kind of feeling cold and <laughs> and uh like uh unpleasant and uncomfortable and it's not every horror movie that can that can do that to me but like i said i'm uh 
I'm a sucker for kids in danger. I'm a sucker for parents trying to to, to do their best to do the to, to do right by their kids and all that stuff kind of worked. And those central themes and motifs and those kind of archetypes of parents and children and and uh, th- those things, I think, carry the movie when like it doesn't literally make sense, but it thematically and tonally makes sense. And the performances are good enough to uh, carry the rest. So, yeah, it's uh, it's getting in the mid 70s on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which feels okay. about right. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. I-, I will say I do. To your point about the family stuff, I do kind of like the ending of this movie and I won't talk about it in mm. specifics, but it it hits that right sort of feeling for me um I, I i i was struggling with it as i walked out of the theater do i like this or are they going for something a little too cute here or what is it but i think i come down on the side of it works mostly um as this mm. really uh affecting moment yeah no i i um yeah the i felt like um a little bit like the ending of the mist where okay, yeah. there is a lot of just like there is nothing good that's going to happen from from um, um, this setting <laughs> here. So I don't know. Um, shall we talk about? Um, do, do do we want to talk about the the upcoming trailers and stuff that we saw tonight? Sure. Uh, there's this movie called Curse of La Lorna that looks or Yorna like Yorna. Huh. I didn't see this um, one. I don't know. Okay. Um, so this looks like it's kind of a James Wanish type of uh. Uh, ancient evil and you know lots of weird kind of things like you, you call them jump scares i think some of the the shittier knockoff wands are like that but i it, it's it's kind of that it's got um it's got tuco uh raymond cruz in it tight oh, tight yeah. tight all right um it, it's you know it's another fucking horror film um <laughs> did you see a trailer for brightburn nope all right i'm actually really excited about this this is a horror movie about what if when Superman came to Earth and crash landed as a baby, he was actually evil. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, what if you have a literal god like Superman with all of his powers and he turns into a 12-year-old fucking Damien? And it's just... It, 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 this thing could be super fucking silly, but there is something just genuinely frightful about a Superman who is just a serial killer. No, I, um, I actually did see this trailer. It was called Dark Phoenix in the theater that I saw it in, though. <laughs> you're, you're talking about so. So I saw the one where the little boy turns into Superman evil. You saw the uh, little girl turn into Superman. It was evil, right? Um, is that a new trailer? Is it the same one we've kind of been seeing? I think it was. It was new to me. I'm certain it's not a totally new trailer, though. Okay. I also saw one for um, Avengers Endgame, which was new to me. It was the okay, one where Tony Stark was just really, really feeling bad about. Uh, oh, where he's, he's running shit. oxygen, he's trying to get to. Yeah, I um, I've seen that one too. I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know what to think about Endgame. It's, I mean, tickets went on sale this week. It it broke the internet in a real way Mm -hmm. uh that like kim kardashian's ass could only hope to like almost every major movie purchasing site was crashing and crawled down to a slow i didn't actually see the raw numbers but this probably is going to be easily the most successful uh film ever ever released in the universe yeah so uh i don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes um did you see ma yes i did trailer for ma I did. 
Okay. What do you think about what do you think about Ma? I don't know what to think. It kind of looks interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like uh so this is stars Octo- Octavia Spencer and she plays like what I can only imagine or what I can only describe as kind of like a Kathy Bates type of role from Misery okay. except for she's like every teenager's unicorn, an adult that's going to buy you plenty of drugs and alcohol and you party in her house and she provides a safe space and um, then things start to go terribly wrong. So mm-hmm. I could see, I, I just don't think I'm the audience. I think you have to be a teenager to be scared by this. Probably. Um, this, you know I mean? this is along the lines of, you know, a movie like the purge or, or uh-huh. something that's like a, what if kind of scenario. Um, yeah. Or, or it's, a, it's like a concept horror film, yeah, you know, like unfriended, exactly. like, Oh, what if social media was haunted? It, yeah. It's kind of like, it's, 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 it's essentially the one sentence pitch is the movie. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, this is one of these modern trailers where I literally felt like I saw the whole fucking film in cliff notes version. So yeah. I don't know, maybe in three years when I forget about it, it'll be a good Halloween spooktacular. Um, Here's one that I'm super excited about. I've seen this trailer before, but I don't think we've ever actually talked about it. John Hamm, Natalie Portman, Noah Hawley, written and directed Lucy in the Sky. Have you seen this thing? No. Natalie Portman plays a female astronaut, and I don't can't tell you anything else except for her experience seems freaky fucking deaky. Okay. <laughs> uh, John Hamm seems like he's like the, maybe the mission commander or the shuttle pilot. Uh, it's in the era of the space shuttle. There's spacewalks. There's lots of creepy mo- show, uh, lots of creepy visuals. There's lots of Natalie Portman uh, crying against the black, uh, uh, the black inky drop of backdrop of space. Um, I f- think Noah Hawley is just really coming into his own as a kind of a, a visual genius. And this trailer looks gorgeous, dude. You should check it out. You should you sh- you yeah. should uh, y- you should watch it because I think it's it's right it's like the quintessential first round bald movie. All right, yeah, I'll give it a and, shot. Uh, if Natalie Portman can just make a really hard uh, bleeding edge science fiction movie every year from here on out to rest of my life, I would mm-hmm. I, I could I could get down with that because she's picking some bangers so far. Uh, did you see a trailer for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Yeah, that was the last one I was trying to remember. Sure, every kid. Yeah of my generation remembers this fucking book because sure. it scared the hell out of us. This, this is the terror of all Gen X kids. Yes. We it is. all know the scary stories to tell in the dark one and two. We know the creepy illustrations. We know the stories we know. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it looks like there's some definite things inspired by the art and the situations. And yeah. I thought I recognized maybe the setup for one or two stories. Do you know anything about it? Is it supposed to be like an anthology or is it supposed to be I... kind of loosely based on? No, unfortunately I don't. I just know what I saw in the previews and yeah, I, I, it, it comes as close as I could imagine a live action color version of that book coming to the feel mm-hmm. of the book. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. so it, it, which is to say it gets about 90, 90% of the way there, which is probably mm. good enough. Right. Um, although I thought see. they showed maybe too many of the monsters in that trailer. I, I kept Could thinking, be. okay, yeah, well, that's a fucked up monster. Uh, okay. Right. Wow. Ooh, that's a fucked up monster. That's maybe even more fucked up. And then they just kept showing and showing and showing monsters and by the time yeah. that trailer was over, I felt like I'd seen maybe all of the monsters that would be in that movie. 
once again, man, this uh, the way they're doing trailers nowadays. Because I felt the same way. They they really were, were were burning through a lot of original material. It seemed like. Yeah. Um. Did you see the trailer for the new Child's Play remake? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, man. I saw the last Child's Play, and it had uh, Jennifer Tilly in it. Uh, oh, I think and, you're you're several made for TV or directed video child's plays behind. If no, if, no, if she Bride came. She came one. back. No, it's oh, not really? Bride. She came back for the last one. Yeah, and it, it oh, was wow. on. Okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> I watched it maybe less than a year ago, uh, and it was uh-huh. bad. It was god awful bad. It was a. Uh, she's in some. Th- th- there's some woman who's in a psychiatric hospital, and Jennifer Tilly's terrorizing her and trying mm. to get Chucky back. And it's, I don't know. It's all fucked up. This so seems I like can't... a clean re- reboot, though. Yeah, we'll see, man. I Aubrey Plaza, uh-huh. uh, the guy that plays Paperboy in Atlanta, Brian Tyree Henry. Um, I mean, I think Child's Play is a fundamentally silly concept and right. dumb, but I'm kind of interested in to see Aubrey Plaza playing a mom in a horror movie. <laughs> okay. Like, that's pretty wild. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I looked at this and I was like, it, look, the, the only reason that I like Child's Play is because it's ridiculous and it's cheesy. Yeah, it's cheesy and it's fun and like, I, yeah, I hate. I think Child's Play is a ridiculous, stupid concept. But mm-hmm. look, I watched. Uh, I don't even know. Is it the fifth sequel? The fourth sequel? I can't tell. The you. original Child's Play with Jennifer Tilly in it. I've I seen. We I've already, seen them all. I, was say, so. we, I thought we were already four deep with Bride of Chucky. So. Uh, but yeah, it fits right in that 80s, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday yeah. the 13th, like any of those sequels, like they're all kind of like not really giving a shit about being scary and just mm-hmm. being gory for the sake of gory and being kind of funny and sly and, and slashery and all that. Um, finally, there's a movie that's very weird. It's called Midsommar. Have Whoa, you seen this? No. This looks kind of like a... Um, an elaborate uh, Wicker Man type of deal where there's this like pagan summer festival that's only observed every 90 years. And oh boy, things are looking weird and people are wearing masks and, and masks and girls are in white dresses and they're smiling creepy and they're carrying flowers. And um, there's people moving menacingly and mysteriously through the woods. And I have no idea what it's about except for it is about some kind of festival and uh uh it's it's uh i don't know capitalizing on uh it's people being afraid of alternative religions or okay kind of kind of celtic or druidic uh, flavored religions i i don't know it looked kind of i thought it looks kind of goofy but uh we'll we'll keep an eye on it. i think it comes out later in the samar as they call it, as they say um as they say that is it for our trailer talk unless you had a couple that you Nope. That we haven't talked about because we saw it at different houses tonight. Um, so that's all the talk with the trailers. That's all the talk for the uh, uh, not non-spoiler uh, review of the movie. We're going to be talking about the uh, the spoilers of Pet Cemetery in the spoiler section. But this is the end of the road. Unless you're a club member, you can join real easy at club.baldmove.com and get access to all of our full spoiler reviews of first-run movies as well as special extra features like lunch with Jim and Aaron quips, etc., and ad free access to the feeds and del- uh, VIP access to forums. Go to club.ballmove.com.